Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, You know, we've been looking through the Gospel of John here of late, and we have seen how resistance is intensifying uh, to the point where uh, the religious rulers were wanting to kill Jesus. And he has an ongoing dialogue and discussion, and John gives us a tremendous amount of information related to all this. Now, remember why John wrote? He wrote uh, to, to the people... And he wrote them. Uh, wrote about some signs. He gave some signs that Jesus did. We've already seen a couple of them, uh, the changing of water into wine, for instance. And he said he, that Jesus performed these signs, and he gave us an account of these signs to where we would believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing that, that we would have eternal life. So that is his whole point in writing this account. So you see this being driven home all the way through. We close in the last episode with the 30th verse of the 8th chapter of John, and it says this, And he, that's Jesus, spoke these things. Many came to believe in him. As Jesus was saying all these things, as he was talking about how he's the bread of life, as he was talking about how he was from the Father, as he said that he only spoke the things the Father told him to speak, that he only did the things the Father told him to do, as he spoke that he was the one that would give... uh, rivers of living water, okay, all these things, that, as he said that he was the light, that they were in darkness, but that he's the light, as he spoke of the fact that he was going somewhere soon that they could not go, as he was saying all this, many people believed. Now watch this, verse 31. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, now, when you read this chapter, when you read all the scripture, we do well to really pay attention, okay? <laughs> to pay attention to things and just get the flow of it. In this chapter, he's speaking to various groups. Predominantly, he's speaking uh, to the religious rulers. He's also speaking to the crowd. But right here, it says it point blank. Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him. Okay? So he's speaking to the ones that he knows are believing. So let me back up verse 30 where we can just read and get the whole idea here. As he spoke these things, many came to believe in him. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed in him, so here's what he said to them, verse 31, If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Okay? So he says this to those who are truly believers, the ones that believed in him. But Jesus tells them some things. He says, you must continue in my word. You must continue in the truth. Now, quite often uh, from a Western mindset, we hear that, we think, oh, that means you must continue in the word of God. <laughs> well, yes, but the New Testament wasn't even written yet, folks. Okay, What he's saying is you must continue to abide in me. As a matter of fact, he'll pick that up later in the 15th chapter of John. You must continue in my word. We must continue in what the Lord has told us, is telling us, and will tell us. And he will do that through his written word. He will do that through his Holy Spirit. He will do that through the body of Christ. Okay? We must continue in him. We must continue in my word. Then he says this, then you are truly 
disciples of mine. Let's look at a couple of the translations. The ESV, the English Standard Version, says this. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Well, there it uses the word abide. Let's see what the Lexham says. Then Jesus said to those Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. And then let's check the authorized version, the King James. Then said Jesus to those Jews who believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. Now, we stopped in the middle of a sentence. There's one more verse. But just think about this. Jesus is telling us that abiding in him, continuing in him, abiding in his word, continuing in his word, is the manifest evidence that you are truly his disciples. This is the one of the, and there's many verses that uh, give us insight into this, but this is one of the reasons that John said what he did years later in 1 John. He said, don't fret over this. Don't fret over the fact that they left us. If they had been of us, they would have stayed with us. But the fact that they left us reveals that they were never of us. There's going to be many, many, many who when times get hard and difficult and whatever will walk away. They were never truly disciples. But people will say, well, but they were fine church members. They were wonderful preachers. They were this, they were that. Yeah, I know. You can do all that kind of stuff. You can do all that in the flesh. You can do all that. And amazingly, God will bring forth a harvest from his word that's spoken through Balaam's ass. Okay, it's the same type of thing. But let's finish the rest of the sentence. Jesus said this, If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, verse 32, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. You know what it says in the King James, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The English standard says, and you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Lexham says the same thing, of setting you free. If we abide in the word, if we abide in him, then we are not only truly disciples, but we're going to know the truth. And you know what happens when you know the truth? You're going to be set free. You're going to be made free. Well, set free from what? Made free from what? Well, if nothing else, our sinful ways. Other things that have enchained us, that have bound us our entire lives. We're going to have lives of love and liberty unlike anything that we've ever had before. And it's because we are in him that we're abiding and continuing in his word in him. We are living out, or as the scripture calls it, working out our salvation. That working out of salvation isn't working unto salvation, working for salvation. No, it is the working out of the salvation that is there. It is the abiding that is manifesting the evidence that we're truly disciples. And out of that, we're going to know the truth. And then that truth will set you free. That is what's happening in many, many believers' lives today. Now, there are some believers who are not experiencing that, okay? They're, they're uh, uh, babies, okay, just living off milk. They are not abiding in the Word. They're saved, but they're being tempted by the ways and the concerns of the world and of man. You see that a lot with religionists. Okay? And it manifests itself in so many different ways. They don't believe the Word. They'll, they'll give lip service to it. They say they do, but rather than living in love and living in liberty, what you see them living in is in defensiveness. You see them living in fear. Oh, you wouldn't believe how many are fearful. 
just fearful of some of the strangest things. There's just this fear in their life. And it's because they're not abiding in the Lord. They're abiding in the ways of man in the name of the Lord. And there's no power in that. There's no joy in that. There's no comfort in that. There's no transformation in that. That type of religion, and that's all that is, <clears throat> that type of religion just brings a life of condemnation. And the sad thing about that is, is that quite often people think they're actually saved and they're not saved. Now, someone can be saved and be bound up in that. What's the antidote to that? Abide in the Lord, know his word, be in his word. The truth will set you free. If you're not saved, today's the day of salvation. Repent, confess, call upon the name of the Lord, and you shall be saved. Okay, Turn to him. Say, God, where am I? Second Corinthians tells us to do that, to examine ourselves to see if we be of the faith. Uh, the Lord is the one that will reveal that to you, okay? And allow him to do that, and then do what he tells you to do. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time.